Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. As always, we're excited that you're here for more of your listener questions. Ricky and Pam join me today for the show, and we get some great questions about celebrating a sweet 16 Walt Disney World vacation, and we have to help pick the deluxe resort. How about that for this lucky uh, birthday girl who's celebrating sweet 16 between the Polynesian, the Garden Wing over at the Contemporary, or the Beach and Yacht? Which would you pick? And hear what we have to say. How about some tips for guests that may have sensory issues down at Walt Disney World? We have a conversation about that that I think will help everybody on your next Walt Disney World vacation. When will 1900 Park Fair come back? We need that that uh, fun dining experience to come back because we miss the stepsisters. This and many more questions on today's show. Don't forget today's podcast, as always, brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. When it comes time for your next Disney adventure, we would love to show you our first-class service that is absolutely free to you. Just swing by themagicforless.com while you're there. Fill out that free, no-obligation quote form. And if you mention the Be Our Guest podcast, you and I are going to be planning that trip together. So let's do that. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest podcast you allow us to put this show out three to four times a week all around the world. We could not do this without you, and our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, please come on over patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2107 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope everybody is having a great week wherever you're tuned in and you're ready for some fun listener questions. I love the listener question shows because... They're kind of all over the place. A lot of times we talk dining, we talk uh, theme park reservations, sometimes we talk cruise line, we can talk Disneyland. It's just a good uh, potpourri, as we call it, of Disney fun. So today, speaking of Disney fun, we have two ladies that are always fun when it comes to talking Disney. We have Ricky today joining us from the mouseforless.com. Happy Wednesday, Ricky. What's going on? Happy Wednesday. And I will say, uh, you know, we have summer here officially uh you know this week and summer is definitely here in georgia because it is hitting a hundred plus degrees today so woo it's hot <laughs> same really hot yeah it's uh heat warnings really all around everybody's getting a little heat warning so find your swimming pool yes. and uh convince the lifeguard or whoever is in charge of the pool to instead of playing uh your top 40 station just play a be our guest podcast marathon to the uh swimmers there at your neighborhood pool that'd be awesome exactly shout out to the swimmers just kidding Yay. <laughs> i wish we had a pool in our neighborhood we Same. do not and it makes me sad so i know hey i'm just gonna yeah. help the lifeguards out walk walk see there you go see we're we're a public service at this point okay also joining us we're heading up to pittsburgh where i bet it's hot too i mean the, the pittsburgh pirates aren't hot but the weather probably is we have pam forrester she's the co-owner of the magic for less travel happy wednesday pam what's going on 
Happy Wednesday, and it's actually chilly here today. Isn't that crazy? What? The weather, I know, the weather last week was nuts, and then um, we had a day today. In fact, when we were outside, like, I had a sweatshirt on, so, I mean, it's really that chilly, so we'll get warmer weather, of course, this week, and it'll bounce back up 20 degrees, I'm sure, so, but it's good. I mean, there's the weather report from Pittsburgh, so. That's right, um, we got it. But it, you know what? It's hot, hot, hot here because... 2023 Walt Disney World still, I think um, our team is still really engulfed. Engulfed? Can I say engulfed? Because it's sort of a wave of 2023 in booking 2023. So it's awesome. You want a hot take for 2023 that I've noticed? I see trends, right? I mean, I've booked a trip or two already for 2023. February 2023 is hot. That's the month. That's the hotness to to go to Walt Disney World right now. February. Yeah, so if you're looking at those dates, let's get you locked in. Mike, tell them all it takes to secure their vacation for 2023. The the deposit's only $700. No, just kidding. It's only $200. I mean, just like you you want to play like it's 2010? We can. The deposit's still the same. That's the one thing that hasn't gone up. So there you go. Seriously, all the times that I've done this, in the whole time I've done this, I don't know that that deposit amount has gone up. I apologize if it goes up by the time this show publishes. (laughs) Right? My apologies on that. But no, it's $200. Totally refined until the final payment for that package 30 days out so there is really no risk and you can lock in your dates for example today i worked with one of my great guests i've been working with for years they're sailing the disney wish in november but we booked their 2023 vacation for them and they have a daughter who is a dancer you know a competitive dancer and of course i'm in this same situation a lot lately where they know approximately in March of 23 when the dance camp's going to be, but they haven't gotten the official dates. So what we did, I mean, it's just really smart. We locked in the entire week that they may be there because it is available. And then what we'll do is we'll trim a day or two off the end or off the front and then yeah. they'll have the availability and then somebody else will get lucky and they'll be like, Oh, I was looking for that day. And you know, later on this year, they'll you know, that day will pop open and everybody will get happy. But you know, now's the time where you can do that because if you wait till, you know, November, December for a March trip, that could possibly not be there. So now's the time to play those games, grab the rooms you might want, and then you can trim later. Yeah. Good call. By the time you actually get the dates for said dance camp, <laughs> The times that you want may not be available or the room or whatnot. So it's weird how we've seen that happen again, right? Mm -hmm. For a while there, it didn't really matter when you booked. There was a lot of availability last minute and whatnot. But not that's not what's happening right now. So not for the beloved Polynesian, which is where they're right? so lucky. Okay, Chad's got a question in the live chat. Thanks everybody for hanging out with us live here on Facebook and YouTube. We love having y'all here. Hey gang, love the podcast. When do you expect Magic Kingdom <laughs> Christmas party dates to be released? Thanks for booking another trip for us. Thank you, Chad. You're keeping us on the air, and we appreciate you very, very much. Ricky, I'm looking at yeah. you. I'm seeing yeah. I mean, I'm if th- they're not already released this week, it'll I mean it's, it's this week. I'm just saying, like, it, it's it's this week. The, the dates will for sure be released. Um, and then tickets will probably go on sale, like, either probably eh, either next week or the week after, I would assume, somewhere around there. Uh, so I think there was, like, a two-week delay from when they announced Mickey's Not So Scary and the release of the party tickets. So probably about a week or two before the tickets actually go on sale. But, yeah, if they haven't already been announced for this week, 
this week. <laughs> and so we are 99.9% positive this year is going to be a Mickey's Very Merry Christmas yes. party rather than a very merriest after hours event. Yes, exactly. Um, based off the fact that they're doing Mickey's Not So Scary again this year and, you know, um, a few other things, I would more than likely assume it will be uh, very merry this year. It's always very merry. It's always very merry. It is very Disney merry. Christmas. But yeah, and obviously you want to keep um, tabs on Disney this week because it is like the halfway to Christmas. Oh, yeah. So, I didn't think about that. Man, holy cow. Is it halfway to Christmas? It was I guess so. It was just so, March. I know. So anyway, all like a whole bunch of Christmas details are coming out. So if you've got a trip planned for the holiday season this year, uh, this week is the week to pay attention if you haven't already heard the news so. ricky just took down her christmas lights off the gutters <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> okay deanna's got a question wrong. deanna's got a question she says i have a question today going next september for daughter's sweet 16 and the halloween party she is trying to decide between the contemporary garden wing the polynesian or the beach and yacht what would you pick Ooh. oh my gosh Okay, we'll oh go. We'll goodness. do it. We'll do a round here. I'll start with Pam Forrester. Okay, we got. I mean, you cannot. <laughs> you cannot go wrong with any of these. I mean, you're talking all deluxe resorts, all great amenities. Pam, these are all that? great choices, and honestly, I would leave it up to her to choose. Um, show her the three different rooms because they each have a very different feel. With the contemporary now, you're going to see that Incredibles themed room, and that's even happening in the Garden Wing. So that's a great choice. The other plus for that resort is you're within walking distance to the Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. The Polynesian, of course, had that. Sorry, I have a cough drop line. So in case you hear that clicking around oh, as I'm talking. It's better than coughing. Hey, man, we do not miss shows. It is better we than we podcast injured sometimes. We, we do. Know, yes. I'm just saying, we're here we for you. So you got to be here for us. I'm just saying. I know, right? Um, the Polynesian is such a great choice, too, because it had recently had those rooms rethemed in a Moana theme. And the great news with that is you can take the monorail to the Magic Kingdom. You can actually walk to the Magic Kingdom via that walkway that goes past the um, Grand Floridian. And also there is easy TTT, TTC transportation um, from the TTC to Epcot. So that kind of puts a couple within striking distance. Yacht and Beach Club, I think, are always great. Um, you know, the pool. Hello, the mm -hmm. pool. Mm -hmm. You can't talk about those resorts without talking about the pool. The other thing is they're within walking distance to both Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios, which really does help some mornings when you're trying to get in for maybe Rise of the Resistance um, to, you know, the you can sort of beat the folks that are on some of those other modes of transportation. So something to keep in mind. But what I would do is go, you can go over to the Magic Plus Travel. We have videos actually of all of these different rooms and check them out and see if there's one that just really appeals to her. Um, like Mike said, you can't go wrong with any choice. So so if you had to pick one though for a sweet 16, I mean, okay, you got you got a girl sweet 16 party <laughs> where you just, I, I will say I'm going beach club because it's September and you just have the, the pool. ultimate pool and you can walk to two parks. You got Epcot in the studios. And I think for a 16 year old, those are two great parks. Cause I mean, I would have, yeah, I'm going Yatter beach. That that's, my I pick. would pick that too. The, uh, with, with the Polynesian probably as a runner up. I like the garden ring, ring rooms over the <laughs> I know They're huge. I know. And they got kind of a seventies. Like I know they're going to redo them, but it's going to do that away. But Ricky, what would you say? I, we've kind of both gone Yatter beach. 
Yeah, and I'm gonna go different. I'm gonna go the Polynesian. Um, and the reason is, is because they were talking about uh, the Halloween party and the ease to get back from the Halloween party late at night at to the Polynesian is gonna be so huge. So you can just, I mean, you can do the contemporary too because you can walk from there, but the Polynesian is, is where my heart is. So, you know, it's gonna be so, trust me when I say you will appreciate that late at night, how easy it is to get to the Polynesian. And think about those Instagram pictures she could post from her Sweet 16 from the volcano pool with Cinderella Castle in the background. Like, I'm in I'm September. I'm at Walt Disney World celebrating my Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. Boom. Instagram bait, as they say on this, uh, like, St. Louis commercial here in St. Louis. Uh, for, yep. like, a, you know, the, the come to St. Louis ad kind of thing. I forget who says he's a famous guy from St. Louis. Cohen, I think is his name. Is he a actor andy cohen is he oh yeah yeah andy he, cohen he yeah. says that on some commercial he goes instagram bait and it shows nice. bush stadium with you know the arch <laughs> in the background oh, it's like stuck nice. in my head anyway oh alfred's got a good question this is kind of topical we talked about this on sunday night would you spend one hundred and ten thousand dollars to visit all 12 disney parks why or why not of course if i had that kind of money i would love to do that however i do not have that kind of money right now because i have a daughter who's 14 and who will be going to college soon and one who just completed uh, college, so we're working on that as well. But it's it's this is a very niche thing that has been announced by Adventures by Disney, where you visit uh, all twelve uh, Disney theme parks around the world, six countries. You also get to visit the Taj Mahal. You get to visit the Pyramids of Giza. You visit the Eiffel Tower, and this is my favorite part. You get to go to Skywalker Ranch in San Francisco, all via a privately customized seven fifty seven. And it's got long strike capabilities run by Iceland Air. I mean, this is like, I mean, I don't even know what to say. Scott and I talked about this on Sunday night show. So on Thursday, you can hear the replay. It's just, it's unbelievable. But I mean, for real. Like, I mean, I'm I'm Mike from the Midwest. I'm not, you know, I'm not from Annie. I'm not Daddy Warbucks. So this is, I, I can wave to the plane when it maybe flies over St. Louis. And, and that'll be my <laughs> contact with this, uh, this Adventures by Disney. You know, it, this is a whole nother league, but it's, it's amazing. And what's funny, we kind of brought this up because we actually kind of invented this trip at Christmas Eve on the in the BR Guest Podcast Studios at one point. I think one of us gave this trip to somebody Probably did, at some yeah. point. You know, over the years, we've, we've done this. But the funniest thing is we had this conversation of like, you know, you have blue sky, you have brainstorming. And at some point, they're like, okay, if we could really like do something, throw out cost and really like wow a Disney fan, forget what it's going to cost. What could we do? And this is actually what mm-hmm. I think this trip is. And it's only for yeah. 75 people. So far, it's only going one time next July. I don't know, Pam, what, when you heard about it, what did you, I, I love it because this is for the, it is, I mean, it is for the ultra, ultra elite, but I mean, it's, you talk about a once in a lifetime experience. This is it. I mean, it's for the Uber Disney fan. It is. And to, when I, when they were first presenting this to us before they announced it um, to our little MTAC group that, that they meet with, I was like, this is an incredible adventure. And it's not just in terms of what you get to see. I think the real sort of hidden treasure in this whole thing, the thing that puts this, that makes this almost a value is the people who are going to join you along the way. Yes. The different presenters. These are folks, now they're not announcing all of these. Some of these they are. But when they say things like, 
you get to see someone from the Disney family of wines, right? Mm -hmm. And they really, um, you know, there's a small list that that involves and some really awesome people. Like, I'm just going to say, like, think about um, maybe Kurt and Goldie. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just really, and but you never know. Like this is something, of course, that they still have to. I'm sure there are negotiations, and they don't want it to be released because it is really so exclusive in that space. The fact is that you're going to be on a private jet. There are not going to be issues with flights canceling or moving around or things like that. Um, this is going to be have that level of exclusivity. And it, it's a jet that they've sort of retrofitted fitted, and taken away half the seat. Yeah, so yeah. you're going to have a good seat, right, with that. But it really is going to be the kind of behind-the-scenes access that only Disney is going to be able to give you, especially at some of these Disney sites and those people that, that are going to be speaking there with you. To see all the parks in one trip, incredible. 24 days of this, incredible. I, I just think that there's tons of things to do. Is this in my budget? No, it is not in my budget. But this would be an amazing trip. And I think what they did was, you know, planning an Adventures by Disney vacation is unlike so many other vacations because you truly can book it and show up. It is not months and months of planning. They took all these vacations, which even if you were going to pay for them, still take a ton of planning and put them all together and packaged it up. And uh, there are people who are going to book this. Um, you know, I, I just, I'm excited for them. Yeah. I think it's going to be an incredible mm -hmm. vacation for them. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I yeah. said I want to see somebody like you know document the the, the experience so that I can you know not to be like yes. an Instagram star, but I want to have I, the parks blog or something like I want documentation of the journey, you know, just because I want to see what it was like, like what was the plane like, what were the like you said, who were the yeah. surprise presenters? Like, I mean, we're flying up from Anaheim to San Francisco on this sucker. If I'm not sitting between Mark Hamill and Chewbacca, <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm, I'm fired up. You know, I need to be sitting like you know Chewy on the one side and, and you know lightsaber luke on the other and i mean that that's what i'm expecting on this thing but it, yeah it would be pretty awesome I, it would be i mean it's, it would be a fantastic trip so. so pam real quick i found out about this i called adventures by disney to you know do something for a guest and the automated system you know they always have the numbers in the same order right and the first thing on adventures by disney is if you're a travel agent push one yeah. so i called this morning and i'm just you know i'm not even thinking i'm just like typing and you know the phone's doing its thing so i'm just you know multitasking and the first thing that popped up is if you're calling about our private jet service press one i'm like wait what 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 <laughs> so i hit right? that because i was like yeah you know, that's you one's usually the travel agent and i hung up and called back and it was gone then it, it came back the next day and I, I, told ah. yeah. I told pam i was like i think they're having a private jet service <laughs> and then I read right? about it the next day i was like oh that's pretty cool all right let's get to the next question it is from kevin thanks for being here in the live chat heard anything about 1900 park fair coming back the girls absolutely loved the character interactions in 2020. The stepsisters were arguing in front of us when I asked my daughters which stepsister uh, they liked the best. Anastasia stopped in mid-sentence, looked at me and said, oh, nice. Which one of your daughters do you like best? Nice. <laughs> I love that. 
Um, amazing. We have a story about that place too. But Ricky, I mean, VNA is opening up here at the end of July, so I mean, it is. Uh, yeah. Um, I've heard that it is overflow for something. Not entirely sure what it's overflow for. Uh, I'm not sure if it's. I don't think it's the Grand Floridian Cafe, but I think it is overflow right now for something. So uh i don't know if and it's kind of a small location to begin with so i haven't heard anything about it coming back you know disney hasn't really announced many other character meals coming back there's only you know the few that they had that have really come back and so i, I don't i haven't heard anything about this one hopefully sooner rather than later but i don't know if it'll be here by july is that when he's going is that, is that what it said? Uh, it doesn't say when he's going oh so. uh, i maybe i made that up okay yeah. uh so yeah i don't really know um when it will be coming back uh i mean i'm assuming at some point it will but nothing yet so that sorry. is now it is a great character meal i've only been it to is. it that one now i've been to it twice i think but that one time we all went man we were so tore up because we've been in the parks the entire day we yes. booked it like we booked it like an hour before we decided to go there we're like let's go get something to eat and that was open we decided to go we had been caught in a rainstorm earlier that day. I mean, we were just, we looked like a bunch of refugees. And we were in this, you it know, Grand bad. Floridian restaurant. And they took, they didn't, they, they took our like formal picture. Oh, yeah, picture they took a picture. As, as yeah, you, yeah, as you yeah. Go they in, took right? a picture. Yeah. And we didn't buy it, but we swear they hung it up back in the kitchen. Just like, I'm look sure at these. They, they were like, avoid this group of people. <laughs> like, <laughs> the riffraff have arrived. It was one of those days, it was hot as could be. We had been in a rainstorm. We had all planned on going back to our yep, rooms and yep. changing before dinner. We ran out of time, and <laughs> boom, there we were. It was one of those things like, yeah. let's just stay and see the parade. And then when you do that, like, you're just done. Like, you don't have enough time to go back. And, yeah, it was like, oh, dude, now, yeah. It's one of those things, like, you got to, when you say you're going to leave the park for your midday break, you got you to commit to it. You cannot mess around and be like, we're going to do one more ride. Nope, that'll mess you up. That's what happened to us that day. We got caught in the rain. We ended up at Grand Floridian. All of us tore up, soggy socks, <laughs> eating Thanks. lobster off the buffet. You know, it was a mess. Yeah. <laughs> Getting made fun of by the stepsisters. Okay, Aaron's yes. got a question. <laughs> that, was a, that was a day. She I'm was mad remember. at me, remember? She oh. popped out of that door. Oh, yes. <laughs> as, I, as I was walking by and she was all like... <laughs> Oh, it was crazy. Oh, my goodness. Okay, Aaron's got a question. Hey, y'all, I've never done a Disney cruise. How far in advance do you recommend booking a cruise? We're used to booking our Walt Disney World trips a year or more in advance. All right, Pam, talk about booking a Disney cruise as opposed to booking a Walt Disney World trip. We've been talking about that, but how about cruises? <laughs> so I, I, my advice for all vacations moving forward is going to be book as soon as you have your dates knocked, yesterday. knocked down. I and you can yesterday. book, yes. right. <laughs> and it's especially important to book a cruise as early as you can. Mm -hmm. um, right now we're booking into cruise itineraries through um, 2023, not all of 2023. Um, Early so yep. they're through the uh, summer. Summer, yeah. And um, those were released just recently. The reason why it's more important, even with Disney Cruise Line than Walt Disney World, is as the number of staterooms dwindle, right? As mm -hmm. that ship gets booked up, the price actually increases. Um, yes. Disney Cruise Line and most other cruise lines have dynamic pricing. And that means that as the ship fills up, the price increases. You're not going to have those last minute deals no. um, like you used to. Every now and then there will be a rogue one that has a couple of guaranteed um, stateroom categories available at a good price. But 
Um, Disney Cruise Line is not going to have last minute sales. Their best price is typically their day one pricing. Um, and as long as that extends in. So um, you can reach out to one of the agents here at the Magic for Less Travel. And we offer a great uh, 5%, up to 5% onboard credit in addition to the price. Um, you're going to see there. Onboard credit, baby. Yeah. yeah. The onboard credit. What's our rule, Mike? Can't use it for tips. Don't use it for tips. Use it for tips. Use it for something fun. Yes, you better do have fun with it, or else I will find you. Um, Okay, so (laughs) also too, just like we were saying with the deposits. I mean, it's good to lock that rate in with the deposit. The deposit's different on Disney Cruise Line. It's twenty percent of your fare, but again, it is one hundred percent refundable until your Mm -hmm. final payment date, which can vary depending on the cruise length. From well, sixty days will go away here shortly, but it's usually between ninety and one hundred and eighty days. So. You'll know definitely if you're going to sell by then. So, but I mean, lock in early and then you're locked into that rate. So you're good. So that's the best. And then if you decide it doesn't work out, you can cancel. All right. Next question is from Andrew in the live chat. And shout out to William, who's checking in from the Magic Kingdom, who checked in during the live show from Epcot. So he's bouncing around Walt Disney World here as he watches our show. Uh, he says, do you have any tips or resources for uh, you could share for people with sensory issues? My daughter has sensory issues, and I want her to have just as much fun as I've had there. So I have a little nephew who has sensory issues, too. And, of course, I worked as a public school teacher and had many students, uh, you know, that had to think about these kind of things. I think the number one thing I would offer, and we'll kind of all three give some suggestions, is just to prepare the child as much as you can for what the the destination is going to be like. And I know that's hard because Walt Disney World is so dynamic and you don't really know what the day is going to be like, but you can, especially in today's day and age, you can look at YouTube videos. You can have discussions as to like things that could be loud. Um, you know, where prime example, you know, Paige really didn't have sensory issues per se, but the, the first time Pam took her down, this was pre-Mike, right? We weren't dating or anything back then, but I, I was helping her. We were teaching next door to each other, and I was giving her advice, like, informally. Didn't have the podcast, wasn't a travel agent. Just a Disney fan, you know, we're all that person, right? Told her all these tips. First ride, she takes Paige on at Walt Disney World. Guess what it was? Scary Adventures of Snow White. Boom! Oh, Kid man. doesn't want to no. ride anything. Yeah, dude, I'm like, she's four. Like, why would you take her? It was in Fantasyland. I'm like, well, that does make sense. But, I mean, what scary is on the name of the ride? So she was mm-hmm. freaked out. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, easy. How about Small World? You know, like, easy. Or how about the train? You know, something like Anyway, we still laugh about that. But, it, you know, it's one of those things, like, nowadays... You can have a good idea. You can watch the video 10 times, 20 times, so that it's a predictable situation as much as you can make it before you go down. Also for loud noises. And I think Disney's really kind of cut down on as far as like fireworks. I don't think they're as loud as they used to be. I think they use more of like a like air to shoot them instead of, you know, like gunpowder to get the fireworks to the to the peak where they explode. But they're still loud. You know, the I've seen a lot of kids with, a, you know, like headphones or the ear protectors, which I think is pretty cool because. I mean, back in the day, you know, my parents would have never thought of that. They're just like, too bad, you know, <laughs> just how it was. <laughs> I, I don't like loud noises. Tough kid. I mean, it's just, that was right. my generation. But, you know, those are the things I would say as much as you can have some, you know, watch videos, have discussions and talk about what could be expected. But I understand Walt Disney World is very dynamic. So, Ricky, what would you say for somebody like that? And I love this question's brought up because this affects more and more people every day. Yeah, you know, okay, first things first, do not go on Figment. Uh, I'm going to just warn you about that one. Because it looks like a little innocent ride. (laughs) 
exactly. exactly. There, that spot scares the bejeebus out of me. Uh, so I can only imagine, and I know it's coming. So do not go on Figment. Um, and honestly, you know, uh, sometimes I feel like the the pop-up ghosts in the Haunted Mansion get me too. So just a warning there too. Um, but, uh, you know, really I was going to say, like, just kind of take it at her pace. Um, you know, if, if she's starting to, you know freak out a little, which we've all been there, you know, I I used to be afraid of, well, you know, audio animatronics, which is why I didn't want to go to Disney World. So, you know, we all have our things, uh, you know, just kind of, and my parents made me go on things like that I was afraid of. So, you know, just kind of take it at, at, at her pace. And if, if she's starting to, to say, hey, I, I don't like it or whatever, you just, you know, listen, which I'm sure you will. Uh, and, you know, that's kind of the best advice that I have is, is really kind of go with, with her on the journey and, and, and make sure that, that, you know, you're following along with, with what she is telling you with it. So, but definitely do not do Figment. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> yeah, Figment's kind of a hidden, uh, you know, seems like a simple, just a little kid's ride, but you're right. It's got a little, it, it, it could be, yeah, it could be a little startling. So Pam, what else, what would you say? I think too. So this actually used to be my wheelhouse because when I taught, it was um, say, with yeah. uh, with people who had special needs. So I think one of the things that is um, something that really helps anyone, um, but I think especially those who have sensory issues, is to come up with sort of a schedule, um, maybe uh, in a visual schedule. We were always big on visual schedules. Um, have a written down schedule. It's something that we can all refer to. And be like, so we all know what's coming up next, what's coming up first, what's coming up last, what's last, what's going to happen. I think that that really is a thing. Well, Disney World does a great job with this in terms of, first of all, offering sort of supports out there. Um, they have things like the disability access service, which you can access yeah. even before you're there, if that's needed. There are break areas um, throughout the park. And if you ever find yourself needing them, just ask a cast member for assistance. Um, but they're also in the baby care areas. You can do that too. There's going to be a quiet room there where you can sit and sort of um, do that. There are always companion restrooms. Um, I don't know whether you need those or not, but that's something to consider. They also have a guide for guests with any kind of cognitive um, needs. So that might be something that you want to do. I absolutely believe that um, watching videos is going to be key. Um, I think looking at the maps is sometimes something that's really, really important that just because then you sort of have a sense of where you are and practice doing some of the things that you're going to be doing. If lines are going to be something that are really challenging, I would create some situations where you're waiting in line because even if you have the DAS pass, there's still going to be some amount of waiting for that. And so hopefully that helps as well. Um, right. Go, yeah, go, well, to, go to Chick-fil-A on Saturday morning, you know, and there you go. Right. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But the sounds are usually a big thing. And I think um, most people have some kind of coping strategy with that. The earplugs, the headphones, something like that mm -hmm. is that. But I think just being prepared for what's going to be. It is going to be louder. It is going to be mo more overwhelming. It is that for everyone who walks in the door. Mm -hmm. It just is. Um, there are days when I am there and I'm like, I just need to be away from the mass of people that are here. And it is just the constant talking, it all is. all those things that you hear. 
it's not even that there are people touching me or around me. It's just that there is so much noise all the time. Yeah. So finding those quiet places is really, really important. That's what I tell people that are going for the first time, you know, just in my everyday life, you know, say parents that are, um, you know, parents from Mallory's cheer squad or, you know, just people in the, in the neighborhood that I just come across, you know, cause they know that I'm like the Disney guy, right? Cause I got a Mickey mouse shirt on or something. And, I try to explain to them that when you're at Walt Disney World, it is you're overstimulated all the time, like all mm -hmm. the time. OK, so picture walking down Main Street. You picture any of the theme parks, but just picture walking down Main Street because we all can put that in our mind's eye. Like you likely have like a horse drawn a carriage, like walking clop, 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 and you have smells and you have you're navigating between people. You're trying not to twist your ankle on the train tracks. But I mean, also, there's a gigantic castle, which you want to look at. You're also trying to look into the Emporium. You have, you know, probably maybe the, the, the mainstream Philharmonic at the end of Main Street up by the hub playing awesome music. You might have the Dapper Dan singing barbershop music. I mean, you just have so much going on like you are just constantly overstimulated. even on a bus you got background music you got the bus driver mm -hmm. trying to tell you stuff you got conversations going on three different ways from other guests it is non-stop until you get back to your room and then a lot of us turn on the tv you know it's like we can't and then we got our mm -hmm. phones going like our brains i mean at home we're you know we have a lot going on because we multitask all the time but i mean once we hit property I swear our brains are probably just like, whoa, like, I mean, that's yeah. why I think, I think even adults need naps down there because I, I think our brains are just like, whoa, the amount of information we are processing in the background, like our brains are just smoking constantly. If you think about it, it's crazy. It's nuts. It's like, no, that's else. a great point. It's, it's unbelievable. And some tips here, Aaron, I appreciate our audience. This is why we can all have better vacations because we all rally together like this. Aaron says that, uh, he always takes foam earplugs uh, to have a, a, sound uh, a sound break during the day, and he doesn't even have sensory issues, but he just likes to just put them in and get a little peace and quiet, which is great. You know, you could actually do that with your, you know, it's like I have uh, AirPods Pro, and they have noise canceling, and you can put the noise canceling on and just not play anything. <laughs> just about, yeah. And, you know, everybody else around you think you're listening to music. You better just bounce your head. No, I'm not listening to anything. I just don't want to, just don't talk to me right now. <laughs> just make everybody right? out. And then Tim, Tim's always in here too. He says the fireworks at the end of Soren made his nephew. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Cause it's very concussive, right? I mean, it's, I think it's, you know, it, it almost like your, your chair kicks back. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. So that I didn't think it, it's those sneaky little moments. I didn't like maybe even in, um, well, I guess the fireworks like in El Rio del Tiempo, which I always call it that. Um, that's not really too bad. Those are little fiber optic fireworks. I don't think it. Those are good fireworks, right? I would guess. Yeah, they're not loud, no, really. Not loud. I they're don't cute. think. They're cute. They're cute, as uh, Rudolph <laughs> says. Uh, she thinks I'm cute. Jamie is in the live chat. She's over on YouTube, says, what's the best way to go about booking Genie Plus rides and ADRs when you have a group of more than 10? Mas Diaz. What do you say, Ricky? <laughs> Big groups. Genie Plus. Good luck. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, with ADRs, a lot of times you want to uh, split your group up, uh, do, you know, uh, five and five or six and four, something like that, uh, and look for times that are right around uh, the same time. So uh, you won't be sitting together, but when you get to the restaurant, just let them know, hey, we are a group of 10. We have these two reservations. If there's anything you can do, you know, that would be great. If not, we understand. So um, that's the best way because 
Uh, I know that a lot of times, you know, they don't really have those tables of 10, you know, listed online. So um, that's going to be a, a helpful tip with uh, dining for sure. Um, and as far as Genie Plus, I mean, good luck. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's tough. You know, I, I do know it's a little tough with the, the bigger parties. Make sure you're all um, obviously connected together. Uh, that's going to be key. So before you actually can, uh, can you know, get there and, and everything like that, just make sure that everyone is connected. And I know that there are some kind of glitches. Like right now, for some weird reason, I'm not connected to my brother. Uh, so like I'm trying to make a reservations for us to go down in July uh, and uh, I, I can make them for all of us except him. So, uh, you know, I got to contact Disney about that. But, uh, you know, just make sure everybody is, is able to be connected. And I think that's going to help a lot um, to start with. Um, but I know that you guys have other tips for, for Genie Plus. So. I, I've, I've never used Genie Plus as a large group, to be honest. So I really don't have any. The, the, the ADRs, though, I would go like a six and a four. Because think about it. There's there's really no tables for 10 or more. Right. And there's plenty of tables for fours and sixes, you know, so yeah. you want to go for those as close as you can. Pam, any tips for the Genie Plus? Anything you can think of? It, it, I mean, uh, if you have to think about breaking into groups too, that's, um, that's something yeah. that you can do for that as well. I think, you know, your experience is going to dictate if you need to shift your strategy when you're there or not. You can try doing them for groups of 10. If you find that you're um, that it's limited availability or whatnot, then break it down into smaller groups. And as long as you're within that same you know time frame, you're still going to be able to get on. That's the thing you have to remember with Genie Plus. Your return time is an hour. There's an hour of time. So if you're overlapping for 20 minutes, you can all show up there at the same time, and you'll still be able to experience the ride together. Mm -hmm. um and so that's an important thing to really keep in mind when you're doing that and i will let you know i know disneyland's a little bit different but we have genie plus for five days that we're out there and we're going to have a group of six so we are going to we're going to burn genie plus to the ground there disney, you go uh, disneyland i know it's different because you make your first selection when you enter the park when you touch into yeah. the park yeah. and but so that's a different system but i mean we're, we're going to come back with lots of tips so there are a lot of similarities. I cannot wait. Oh, my gosh. I'm almost on the plane. Ah, look how long Beach Airport. Here we go. Uh, I cannot. Oh, my gosh. I cannot stop. Because I'm getting ideas like Johnny, the John, the monkey man. Ramirez called me from Baby Cakes. Up oh, in yeah. Canada. We talked to him on Sunday night. He's telling me all the places to eat. He told me about this baked potato that's got like a fried chicken crust or something on it. Nice. So I dreamed about that last night, by the way. Um, and then a place called Tommy's. I mean, I, I need to be out there for like a month and I need seven stomachs like a cow or something to, to get all this stuff in. But anyway, Eric, back to back to reality, because I still have 10 days before we leave. Uh, Eric uh, left us an email here. He says, Mike, Pam and Ricky, my son, Ethan and I are preparing for an upcoming trip to the world this Thanksgiving. We don't get to go as often as we'd like, but we're definitely not rookies. We're trying to find a new and interesting table service dinner for our family of six. Okay, here's the breakdown. Seven, 12, 12, 15, and my wife and I. We've done most of the big name restaurants. We're looking for something new and different since it's been a while since our last trip. Do y'all have any suggestions for a fun dining experience for larger families? Thanks for the help, Eric. I like this. So they haven't been in a while, but they want something fun and kind of new. And they got seven, 12, 12, 15, so... Little preteens, teenagers, and you know, uh, the parents are just grown up teenagers. I mean, <laughs> if you think about it, at least I am, you know. So, mm -hmm. what do we, Pam, what popped into your head as far as like this? 
Thanksgiving time too. I don't know if that matters really to probably. I know. So what I was thinking was um, the Hollywood and Vine dine-in. I think because it does offer sort of a seasonal overlay according to you know what's there. At least it has in the fall. We've seen you know there be a fall thing. We've seen there be a holiday one. That's always sort of fun. And the thing about a buffet is a buffet is easy. Some people, everyone can find something that they want to eat there. Um, and I believe that was just announced recently that it's going to go back to the buffet yes. instead of just the, um, you know, the, what was it? Like all you care to eat yeah. thing, the specific yeah. thing. And that one is one that repeatedly seems to get sort of high marks in terms of the food that they're offering for that. So that may be a fun thing. We actually, um, I think it was last summer, we ate there for breakfast and I was not really looking forward to it going into it. I mean, I was kind of, I was like, okay, yes, I'm going along with it because we were with a group. But when we got there, we actually had really good food and I enjoyed it. So you had, to sa- you had to sacrifice a breakfast Ronto wrap for that, by the way. I did. Yes, I know. I did. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> get to so get that. Good. Oh my gosh. No. I hear you. You took one for the group. I like it. I did. And I liked it. So that's the thing. I I think that if you, so often I tell people, don't go into it with expectations about what you're going to like or not like, because you may end up liking something you didn't think you would. Yeah. Because sultry teenagers go in there, no matter what, you're never winning them over if they don't want to be won over. But they, 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 you know what? They'll like it. They just won't tell you. And so... (laughs) That's yes. how it works. Okay, so Aaron in the live chat again. Jungle Navigation Company Skipper Canteen over an eventual That's a good one. choice. Yeah. Sleeper. I like Aaron with the sleeper choice. I love now. the sleeper choice. I forget yeah. that place is there all the time. I, I know, always forget too. about that place. Like, Until it comes up in my mind as the experience when I'm looking for a reservation when I'm at the park. And I'm like, right. oh, yeah. This I place. Totally got a Jungle Skipper Canteen. Right? This place in Mama Melrose need a new agent because nobody knows there they exist anymore so okay so ricky ricky give us your sleeper hit for eric's family here what are you coming up with i have i have one i think i mean i have have one but i don't know if it's much of a sleeper that's the problem okay go for it we don't know i mean we're not you know we're not the great old mac or whatever i know i know so honestly the thing that i was thinking of when they were talking about the size of their family and everything i seriously thought of 50s prime time i mean i so the the last time i was there I was I was by myself and I was dining at, next to this table. It was this uh, large party uh, of uh, you know it was definitely family and they were having such a great time with our server and they kind of included me and their family a little bit so that was fun. Uh, but I really think that this would be a really good experience for a family like this. Uh, you know, given everybody trouble about you know getting their elbows off the table or, or things like that. I, that's. That's the first thing that popped in my head when I when I mm-hmm. heard this question. So that's that's what I'm going with. I don't know if it's as much of a sleeper, but I really think it would be a lot of fun for the family. Not a sleeper, but a good choice. I know. Yeah, See, that's the pro- that's the problem. Not a sleeper, but no. a really good choice for that's their okay. family. I think we, we didn't really officially say it had to be a sleeper, but we're kind of going that way. And yeah. also, Tim says in the live chat, Tim not sure it's a sleeper, good. but Sana, which is Sana. that'd be a good choice. Now that's more. Di- okay. I don't know if that's fun. You got animals to look at if it's not dark. So you yep. have that that entertainment aspect. That's true. I mean, you could go Boma too, which is yeah, I feel like sometimes yeah. sleeper. Lately, I feel like it's a sleeper. It's good yeah. food, man. That's it's really. Good I mean, especially if you got teenagers where they can just destroy yeah. food. That's like, true. That's good. Any buffet is good for like. I mean, you you have two. You have a twelve, a twelve, and a fifteen year old. I'm sure they can mm-hmm. destroy food. So that 
here's my here's my pick. Now this is not new. This is as far from new as you can get. But I think this would be a great choice around Thanksgiving, and I think it would be just a blast. Hoopty do review. Oh, I don't know if they've done it, but I'm just saying you don't have to worry. Your kids can destroy as much fried chicken and all that home style food as you want. You know what? Teenagers are going to say this is the corniest show of all time. And it is. <laughs> it is. But you know what? They're going to laugh. They are going to laugh. And you have your phone out and you videotape it. And then you post it to Instagram and you tag them so their friends all see it. No, that's, I'm just saying. It, I, I think this would be fun. It'd be a fun night to go over to, especially around Thanksgiving. Go over to Fort Wilderness, you know, hang out over there for a little bit. hoop de doo review, dinner and a show. It's a little bit expensive, but I think it'll be a fun experience. I don't know if they've done it or not, but that's what I would do. Oh, fried chicken for days. Because you mentioned fried chicken over at uh, 50s Prime Time. I don't know if you mentioned fried True, chicken. True, there chicken is the fried too. chicken there. Mm. But uh, that's a pretty good one. And uh, Lisa also says Cape May Cafe. Good choice. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that is a good choice. That's another one. That yeah, so thanks like to that. our listeners. Good stuff. All right, wait, that's going to wrap it up today because I got to go to KFC and get some chicken. No, I'm oh, really, my goodness. I'm really hungry for some chicken right now. So uh, that's what I'm thinking. But hey, thank you for the great questions. Thanks for tuning in today. We love having you here as a part of the BR Guest Podcast family. Don't forget. As always, our shows are brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. So we talked about it today. Just swing by themagicforless.com this week. If you're interested in booking a Disney vacation for now all the way through 2023, just fill out that free no-obligation quote form, and an agent will get back to you right away. It's simple as that, no cost to you, and you'll see our outstanding service each and every time. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's one extra click that really does help us out. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the show. You guys support us each month and allow us to put this show out three to four times a week all around the world. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest, which this week I think I'm doing my first ever movie review because Dr. Kai asked. And I'm going to try for Top Gun Maverick. (laughs) That movie was so good because I never go to the movie theaters. Last movie I had seen in the theater was uh, Rise of Skywalker. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I I shed a tear. I'll be honest. Spoiler. Oh, my gosh. Talk to me, Goose. Okay, so if you want to get on that, patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give Ricky a follow on social media. She's at Ricky Nibs. Pam's at TMFLT Pam. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike, and we all love to talk to you on the social, so come on over and talk to us Instagram and Twitter. Of course, uh, we'd love a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That means a lot. It helps spread the word for the show. And, uh, you know, we've been doing this for almost 15 years, but people still haven't heard of us. So we'd love if uh, you'd uh, drop some kind words over there so we can grow the podcast community. All right. We'll be back again on Friday. We're on Friday. We're going to start a three-part series. I think you're going to enjoy this. It's going to be a lot of fun where once we get it rolling on Friday's show, your feedback is going to help kind of drive the the, uh, final two episodes of our little mini summer series we're going to do here. It's going to be a lot of fun. So until we get back together again on Friday for Pam and Ricky, I'm Mike wishing you a great Wednesday, but it's time to head back to work. But until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.